0: Wednesday. Welcome back to the Rogers Radio Podcast. So excited to have you here today listening to someone that has a very familiar voice in this area and someone that I've known for a very long time and is a very familiar face at Rogers and just so excited to talk with him today about his journey leading up to his role at Rogers. So welcome, Justin Lloyd, Comfort Advisor for Rogers Heating and Cooling. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. It's very uh, different to be on this side of the uh, of the speaking, but uh, I'm glad to be here. I was super excited when you launched it. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, fun fact, uh, Justin actually helped me get into podcasting a few years ago. Um, I wanted to start a podcast and did. And um, COVID hit and just kind of stopped it, and then we are relaunching now. So all of this equipment, this good sound you hear, and all of the good things that come with this, uh, Justin is looking for it. So thank you for Ooh, that. Hey,
1: my pleasure. <laughs> I will never say no to finding people good audio equipment. I'm such a like a tech nerd.
0: So let's just hope this sounds really good this time.
1: <laughs> I know this will be the one that sounds horrible. <laughs> like the other two sounded
0: great, know, right? <laughs> So I hope you have great sound, and you can thank Justin for that. Um, He is very well known on the radio, so you probably have heard him on your radio before um, in your car, and um, you've seen him around a lot. So Justin, welcome, and what do you have to say today so you can just introduce yourself to everyone? What do you do? What's your background? How did you get into this role here? What journey led you to Roger C?
1: It was a long, long journey, but a good one. I feel like in life, everything we go through, like, builds us up to who we are. So even when you look back with regrets, really, you wish you'd have known different, but do you really, because it wouldn't have gotten you to where you are. You know, like, I started in radio back in, gosh, 2000 and something, way on back, and and just started doing, like, board-hopping stuff, and then... Nick Long was like, hey, you've got a deep bullet. Can you read this for me? And then the next thing you know, I had a morning show slot. And the next thing you know, I was doing operations management. And then the next thing you know, I was doing station management. I tried to stay away from sales because I just like doing the cool behind-the-scenes stuff and on air. And the owner of the station kept trying to get me into sales. And finally, one day, I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And I did not realize how much I enjoyed sales. And that was kind of the start of, you know, me launching into sales career uh, it's one that I do not regret. I, would, if I had advice for myself back then. It would have been to start doing sales earlier.
0: Yeah. And you're really great at it. You're meant for this. Oh, so. <laughs> and you had a long career in radio and then we Roger seating and cooling through a wrench in it and <laughs> <laughs> said, come on over here. So kind of what led you to making that transition from radio to HVAC sales Um, it's a
1: big difference yeah I think really just you and Joey and the enthusiasm that you had for your company it was not just a hey we're looking for a sales rep you know could we do like like when I met with y'all and talked with y'all y'all were both just so excited about your company and so many companies lose sight of that you know they do the same thing for so long not saying that the radio did it but just companies will do the same thing for so long that they will just lose focus on what they're wanting to do and you guys were just so enthusiastic and you had so many cool plans and I'd already been seeing you everywhere I went around town.
0: Yes, that's the
1: goal. <laughs> you can't miss those bands. I know. I was seeing you everywhere and I knew that the you know the company was doing good things and then after you know it was course meeting I've known you since oh, yeah. like the teen days. So, you know, I already had confidence in you. But then when I met with you and Joey and how you both were on the same page and the things that you wanted. Um, for the company, for me, it just kind of reaffirmed like, man, this is a this is a company that's really in it to win it. Yes. And you know, with radio, radio is great. I guess I've just been doing the same thing for so long. Right. And then with y'all's enthusiasm, I thought i would like a new challenge. You know, I've got electric background, but mm-hmm. HVAC is is kind of new. And then um, so y'all just really sold me, mm-hmm. and I liked how positive you guys were. I think it's a very positive environment,
0: and that really helps me. Absolutely. And you're very positive as well. And that's what we look for when we're hiring new team members is positivity and mindset. So as long as the mindset's right, we can teach you anything. And I know that you came here with no HVAC experience, like you said. And we said, okay, here you go. Um, Here's what you have to do. And I know you spent a lot of time with Joey, kind of learning the ropes. And then uh, when you first started, what was it, one month in, we had the major ice storms?
1: Yep one month in and it was just like hey look sorry we need you to get on the road but it was kind of a good you know like just jumping in and figuring it out And I feel like that was you know because you learn a lot from mistakes I feel like you learn way more from mistakes than you do accomplishments so you know just learning kind of what to be looking for and what not to be looking for but I, I wouldn't have had it any other
0: way. yeah it was um quite interesting we try to be proactive here but in a fast-growing company it's you know, you get thrown things, and with ice storms, you definitely, we said, okay, forget your 90-day plan, <laughs> you're going, and you're quoting always. So, if you um, got a quote on a generator back when those ice yeah. storms happened um, over a year ago, Justin was probably the guy, and he would have never known, he only had one month of experience.
1: I know. <laughs> Joe. I learned a lot from Joey, man. Like, the most I ever learned was going on the road with Joey, like, you know, taking classes and that's all great and I learned something from it but really when you've got just the experience that Joey has and the longevity and the confidence that he has when he's doing these quotes you pick up fast. Yeah. You, know? you always learn something from Joey and that's what I've told you. You know, Geronte and other one of our guys coming yeah. into sales and I'm kind of training. You know, I always felt I learned something when I was never and then like a Wednesday he's going with me because it's kind yeah. of a complicated job. I know I'm going to learn something. Yeah. So, you know, he helped, he helped a big
0: part of that. Wow, that's definitely a key to success here, is just taking in all the information and just learning and, and growing, and you've definitely done that. Did you always know you wanted to get into sales? Did you always know you wanted to?
1: No, I thought when I first got into radio, it was like I had a morning show and I did production and I sat in the air conditioned studio all day. And I was like, this is, I made it. (laughs) This is is the dream. But, you know, a lot of careers, you know, not saying you can't, of course, plenty of careers pay well if you don't do sales. But with that said, you know, sales is where, like you said off Mike, you're in control of your own destiny. You got to get out there and you grind and you work hard because at Rogers, you know, it's not just about selling and making money, there's a very big, when you go into sales with Rogers, there's this big commitment to making, to making sure your customers are happy and making sure they are. You're taking care of them. You don't just sell them something and move on. You sell them and you make sure that you're there for good days, you're there for bad days. And that's the aspect I, that I find, found that I liked at Rogers was yeah. at radio was that I get clients, I take care of them, and it was that relationship. Yeah. And I could transfer that over to Rogers yeah. and, and, and do the same thing. So I never wanted to get into sales, but then I learned once you get into sales, you are accountable for your own actions. If you don't make any money, you probably aren't out there selling.
0: It's so you true. Know, or there's
1: something that you can look in the mirror and be like, could I've done better. So, I mean, you know, you can accept, And uh, if anybody's ever thinking about getting into sales, you can accept the salary. And depending on what you do, that may be a wonderful salary, yeah. you know, whatnot. But if you want the excitement of like, man, you know, you go out here and you kill it this week. I'm going on vacation, (laughs) you know, so it's it's just that sales is exciting, and
0: no day is the same. That is true, we send you out all over the place, you are going, going, going all the time, and I tell everyone all the time that I really, if you had asked me any job that would be the hardest for me at this company, it would be your job.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's definitely something you acquire.
0: Some yeah. People
1: are people, people. Some people are not. But, the, you know, learning to deal with people. I've told people here, I try to be very positive. Coming in at the end of the day, and I'm quiet, and I'm not talking. It's not because I'm mad or I'm in a mm-hmm. bad mood. Or you spend, you know, three or four calls a day with the customer for two or three hours, and you've had phone calls. You try to keep your politeness and your empathy up. And then when you get in, you just let your hair down at work, and you're like, all right, <laughs> like I'm not mad or upset but I just need to like not smile for a while. <laughs>
0: yes. And it's kinda of like a family here and you know, they say when kids go to school and they, they hold all their emotions in all day mm-hmm. and then they get home and they release all of them. What in the world? Yeah. But that's kinda of how it is when you're out talking to people Oh, you just need to see more to release. Oh yeah. <laughs> you might just
1: be go to the office and finish up a few quotes or, or send a few emails but just to It is. When you do sales like the service guy. Yeah, well, everyone really, like the service guys, they run non stop yeah. more than I do every day. And not only do they have to be polite, and courteous, and enthusiastic, but they also have to fix stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they, I mean, I can't imagine when they get home, they're probably like, I love you all. I just used to smile the rest of the night.
0: It's so true. It's tough out there. So, we really appreciate that. And, and you know, your success in the role. And um, what do you think? has attributed to your success here in this role?
1: Um, I mean from the company side, it's just the resources. I can call Joey. I mean, granted Joey's Joey and he's got about a thousand people calling him every five minutes, but when I do get through to him, you know, he's <laughs> always got an answer. He always tries to make sure that, you know, kinda of like I said, when I'm tired, he's tired, but he tries to make sure I don't think he I don't he doesn't want me to feel like I'm bothering him.
0: Right.
1: You know, I've told him, I said, I'm gonna be calling you a thousand because I I'm I don't like to get stuff wrong. So if it's something convoluted, I'm going to call you. And it was like, call me. And I think having the resources of, of Joey being there when I need him, the resources y'all have given me, like Blue Collar and other avenues, to like talk to other sales professionals and get advice. Um, and then empathy. I think when you're in a service industry, you've got to, it's like being a doctor. Nobody wakes up and goes, gosh, gee, gee golly, I hope my heat pump dies today. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to have to call you they right. wanted their ac to run forever but now it's broken you've got to diagnose you've got to offer a solution so it's just understanding that a customer doesn't want to be in that position to begin with so we need to make the process as painless as it can possibly be yeah. and i think that's really helped just trying to i've had that mindset for a while of just like you know, go in friendly happy you're glad to see them but you also got to understand that while they called you, they really wish you weren't there. So we need to make this a memorable experience. We dive yeah,
0: and we talk a lot about, you know, we don't sell here. We offer solutions Absolutely. to the problems. And, and it's so true. And, you know, how do they know what they need if we don't tell them yeah. what they need? So, um, you know, we always provide options here and, um, and let the customer decide. Oh yeah, and that's
1: part of what we do in the process. Is we figure, you know, we figure out what it is. Of course, there are things you need, but then when it comes to like what we're going to put together to present you, that's based on the things that you have expressed you need. Maybe you want to acquire your system. Maybe you want a system that's more efficient. Maybe you maybe you just are on a tight budget and you're like, I don't want to hunk a jump, and I also, you know, can't go crazy on the price. Then hey, cool. Because we know these things, we can put together options that fit with within what you and that's 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 what I like about the job is really talking to a customer and getting a feel for what, it is, what they expect out of their new system and what they need and then you get to kind of be a doctor and prescribe something and, yeah then it's on them to take the medicine <laughs> <laughs> Mike, when they take the medicine <laughs> when
0: they take the medicine
1: it's great because we gain, you know we do I try to tell everybody all my customers we don't cash and dash once we get right. done you know once your install is done I can promise you there's never a point where I won't answer your phone call someone out there would be out there and take it just as serious as if we were there messing up the, you know, we take it very seriously. So and equipment's equipment. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, a lot of times it comes out. Has to, every once in a while, you will have a limit, which luckily at Rogers, we don't leave you with that
0: limit. Right.
1: So I always tell them, I say, I challenge you. Call me a week or two down the road to just see if I answer. Because I, mean, I will. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you're always there. And I know that I've said on previous episodes that, Um, I'm always going to announce things first on the podcast. And so all of our listeners get, you know, first dibs on the info. And so fun fact and some new news is you are going to be leading a department. Yeah. So you started as our first ever comfort advisor. And as you mentioned earlier, we are, um, well, you have Durante with you training to be the second comfort advisor. And then we have someone else starting um, in a couple weeks, um, that will be coming in as uh, more inside sales. Um, That's exciting, yeah, and just really excited for you to be leading that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just told Justin last week how excited I am to see the company departmentalizing. Oh yeah, it's like we've come so far, and it's like wow, I have departments to go to and so, Yes, and so I'm so excited for you to lead that department and show them the ropes and train them and get them to where they need to be. um And, you know, so they're successful. So, what advice do you have for incoming comfort advisors and just anyone in sales? What advice would you give someone just starting out?
1: Number one, you got to have an open mind, you got to swallow your pride, too. And that's a hard thing for it, for me to do. You know, it's like you have to keep an open mind, and especially. I guess it depends. If you come in with no experience and you're barring the industry, you have to accept that you will never stop learning. You have to be willing to accept help when someone tells you that, hey, you know, you need to consider this when you. It's not. People being mean, you just have to, you know, and I try to tell myself that when I came in the HVAC industry, you don't know much of anything about it. I had a little bit of experience, you know, doing like stuff and stuff, but you know that people correct you. That's good. That's super necessary.
0: because I mean, I was
1: a station manager for years. So, I mean, I did have the owner of the station, but I mean, really, I was the one delegating things. And so getting back to a point where you're on the ground floor yeah. and you're learning. But definitely keep an open mind, be empathetic to your customers, and listen to your customers yeah. because customers will tell you what they need if you just listen. Oh,
0: That's
1: so important. In I mean, every aspect of life. 20% of talking should be done by the comfort advisor or any sales role. You should do 20% of the talking. The customers should do 80 because you want to learn what it is they need so that we give them. We don't want to just go in. We said we never want to go in and just sell a box. Right. Oh, you got a three-time cool. Here's some prices. We want to know what do you need to expect. So just keep an open mind. Be empathetic if you want to learn, even on the bad days, just tell yourself, hey, tomorrow's gonna to be different. You let that mindset of like having a bad sales day, which I had mm-hmm. plenty of. <laughs> you know, you just you went three places and nobody really went with you at all wake up the next day and you just forget about those. That was a different life. That was a different, you know, we'll follow up with them and see if we can, you know, get them to join around family. At the end of the day, here's a fresh new slate. You need that mindset. You'll see your numbers, you know, grow but you just don't let that drag you down.
0: Yeah, that's really good advice and I think that's advice for just anyone day to day. I mean, any position, listen and learn all the time and take in everything you can. I think that's great. So with that being said, what motto
1: did you live by? Well, I've got two to quote quote the grit uh inspirational Rihanna work <laughs> work No, I mean in a professional setting it is. just work, work,
0: work, work, work. Right.
1: I, I sing that to myself on the way to everybody's house. But you know that Can you go
0: sing it for us? No. Go ahead. No, no, no. Okay,
1: no. let's do it. On
0: the count of three. One, two, three. I'll do the D. Okay. Duh, duh, duh. Work, 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 work. <laughs>
1: My voice was made for announcing a song that's not my forte. I wish you I would lose listeners by saying, or you would gain them because they would just be like, wow, this is awful. Listen to this. <laughs> but I think in a personal, too, like not work-related, but it is work-related, my favorite quote or motto is Maya Angelou's where it says that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people never forget the way you make them feel. Oh, yeah. At the end of your life, when so people are visiting, you know your family—they're not going to talk about necessarily every little thing you told them. The things you did, what will remember is that man—that was—you know—he made me feel great. You know that was a good friend. They made me feel loved. Well, the reverse effect—if you spend your life putting people down—that's what you'll be remembered for. Is you know, so I just always try to make people. Hopefully, when they think of me, they can have like customers mm-hmm. and they had a fond experience. I made them feel valued and important, and then friends and people are.
0: Knowing you for a long time, that is the perfect motto for you to live by. I will attest to that because you are a great friend. You're a great team member. Um, what I've noticed in your time here is employees feel, or team members, feel comfortable coming to you and talking to you and even personal stuff. Oh, You're yeah. very open to listening and providing advice and the customers call in and say how thorough you are and how great you are with them, and so I think that's a great motto to live by because it fits yeah. you very well. Absolutely. Like you definitely live by that.
1: I try. I tried. I remember finding that quote back, gosh, in my early twenties or late teens. And, you know, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of really great quotes, but that one just stuck with me. So I thought about it and I was like, that is so true. Like when you go to someone's funeral, they don't have to be that morbid, but when you're attesting to someone. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you really do face down to, like, how did I feel around him? Like, man, he loved the room, or, man, he really was a buzzkill, or, you know, he was so negative all the time. Like, that's what you are remembered by. So, you try to treat people yeah. right, you know. Some people don't deserve their respect. Don't get me wrong. There's some people out there that, like, look, you tried your best to be nice and make them feel special. They're just jerks. But 90% of people you run across deserve your respect. and you Give them the right environment. They'll, you'll find that most
0: people are pretty nice. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I know, you know, we're very goal oriented at Rogers and we want to know everyone's goals and we want to help them achieve them. And I think that's the most important part of it all is, yeah, we can ask everyone what their goals are, but if we don't help them achieve it or, you know, celebrate when they are achieving those goals, what's the point? So what are your goals at Rogers?
1: I want to grow. I want to have a department which we're working on yeah. now, but I want to have a department of successful. It's not just, you know, I don't just want to have a department of salespeople that I'm in charge of. I want to have a successful uh, department of salespeople. And much how y'all have said about employees, they like, I want them to want to come to work. I want them yeah. to want to come to me if they have an issue, you know, whether it's personal whatnot, you know, if you just, that, that to me would be the most meaningful to have a team that, you know, depends on me, I can depend on them and we just all because I, I love teamwork, I love leadership. So to have a team, I can lead good days in the bad. Um, and I will learn as much from them as they'll yeah. learn from me. You know, that's really my goal. And of course who doesn't want to be financially stable and all sure. these other things. But as far as what I want out of Rogers, I eventually want to see like a ton kind of locations. Yeah. And I want to be like a district sales. You know what I'm saying? Like I might fly down to our Florida office, and yeah.
0: like,
1: blah, blah, blah. I think it's the long haul. That's what I want to see.
0: Well, Joey just said last week that he wants to be the top home service provider in the East Coast, So I definitely see that happening for you. Goals. Yes. Yeah. Really
1: goals. No, I you want, that's what I told my fiance, I said, you should get a vision for it. Like, just the thing, if you want to take your house, Do you we want to your car, if you you know, whatever, just this mm-hmm. when you see, that'd be a good advice, too, because if you have goals or things, you want, write them down and put them where you can
0: see Yeah, and look at it every single day. Yeah. And even look in the mirror and say, I am going to achieve dot, dot, dot.
1: I think people think that's just, like, silly self-serving advice, but, like, it is after years of doing sales, it is true. Like, if you just visualize what you want and you see it and you focus on it, Because like we've said, you know, if you're aiming high, even if you don't hit your goal, you're going to hit higher than you would have if you just were going day to day like, what's your goal? I don't know. I just want to sell something. I just want to do this. No, you say, this is what I'm aiming for. This is what I want out of this. Even if you don't hit it, you're going to land way higher than just going, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what they are and you got to believe that you can achieve them. Yep. Um, You know, I have people come in here. Sometimes I say, it's going to be a great day, and they'll say, I think it is. And it's like, no, we know it is. It is. It, it is going to be a great day. And just changing that mindset in your life and, you know, not thinking or maybe, yep. but doing and knowing.
1: the art of suggestion or yeah. the power of suggestion. You really can influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing that people, myself, too, have got to learn. It's like, you know, you affect your environment. So if you come in positive and you got a few people maybe it's Monday and they're like, "Ah, maybe they had a bad day. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad will come out of trying to be positive. You can only bring them up from there. If you come in and you just add on to the negative, you're just going to bring any possible positivity in the room to the floor. So it's just, you know, not every day is wonderful, but, you know, you just make the most out of it. And just think, you know what, no matter how irritated I am, it could be so much worse. Yeah. I always try to tell myself that. But I have a bad tell, say, "Hey, it could be worse. You could have spent the last two years with God." Oh. <laughs> you had one bad day, and it's, yeah. it's okay. The rest have been great. You know, you'll, you'll get back and you know. So I, it's all a mindset. It's so such a powerful thing.
0: And I know it doesn't just come. You know, you don't just wake up and know the mindset. You know, techniques. And I know that you're a very big reader. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a lot about you reading, so um, I know a lot of that mindset. Um,
1: knowledge that you have comes from reading. So, what are you currently reading? Oh, so I'm reading. Uh, well, one book I can't. you got it up there. I don't want to say the name on the podcast. <laughs> it's the subtle art of not giving something. I say Please. that, but it, it basically, <laughs> as as crude as it sounds, it is basically just telling you like how to learn, let little things go. Like we, we the human mind, like we zero in on these little things that we can't change yeah. that
0: that really are not
1: as bad as we make them out to be, and that. Focusing can just make your life and existence, you know, miserable. So if you just learn to look at something and be like, I gave that my all. It didn't work out, but you know what? It's not going to change. Let's move on.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it sounds, you know, but it really is. It's great advice. I uh, highly recommend that book. Mark?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm also reading the one I just started this week. You give me the eight.
0: Atomic Habits. That's
1: it. Atomic Habits. Yeah, I got like two or three chapters into that, and that's how really
0: is cool. it. I have not read that it's one like yet.
1: Just programming your brain to think yeah. successfully, and to set yourself up to success.
0: We have a huge library here. <laughs> if anyone's been here, and you've seen Joey's office. There's tons of books, and we encourage everyone to check them out.
1: You don't office yeah. librarian. That should be yeah. a new position at Rogers in the next few years, I a mean, Rogers librarian yeah, organized Because y'all do. I love that Joey and Alyssa have this thing where, like, you can check out one of their books, read it, you know, yeah. bring it back. And, you know, it's just like, hey, anything that's going to help you to grow, whether it's as a person, professionally, whatever, like, you guys are just like, or if y'all don't have it, you're like, send us a book. Yes. You know, and I love We should
0: have, have some know. delivered today, actually. So I have to I think that
1: helps your people to be successful having those resources
0: or having people in charge that are like, hey, it's going been- to I know it. And that's that's major here. So thank you for sharing your book recommendations and what you're oh, reading. Yeah. Um, I know that's important to you and that's important to us too. Um, my favorite question of all time, if oh, you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be?
1: Hmm. professionally, it would probably be a great part of. And that's because you know, that guy's living is growing business. I mean, taking, like, even, like, little small-town businesses and making them very successful, employing hundreds or thousands of people. You know, so I would just love being that I'm part of a growing company, and I know the growth mindset you and yeah. have is that we're going to have locations. Like, all right, man, we've got a a, a wild, fast road of us. Glad too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what is some
1: advice you'd give me? Just like, hold on, and make the most of it. y'all, just since I've joined, you know, almost two years ago, it's been,
0: yeah. I
1: mean, but, I mean, just my employees has
0: doubled or probably even tripled since then. Yep. Um, and I just can't imagine how, how much faster it's going to keep
1: growing. So I think he would probably have some great advice on how to make the most of it.
0: Ryan Carden, if you're listening, please come help us. Have
1: dinner with me.
0: (laughs) Have dinner with Justin. I'll be sure to tag you. Yeah, we'll
1: let him pay, though. He's rich. (laughs) He's (laughs) super rich. So I'm not going to buy it for you, but I would love to have dinner with
0: you. He's definitely a good one. He's like a marketing genius, business genius. He's pretty great. So I think that's a good one. And uh, I um, want you to do something a little activity. Since you're in okay. sales, all right. I'm the customer mm-hmm. and I want a heat pump. What's your sales pitch?
1: First off, why do you think you need heat pump? It's not working. Just
0: completely
1: not working at all?
0: Yes, I need it.
1: How long has it not been working?
0: Just stopped working this weekend.
1: Have you had it diagnosed? Do you know why it stopped working? Given up on it and just wanted to.
0: I've had it fixed over the years, and it's been band-aided, and I'm just ready for a new one.
1: Absolutely. That's why I'm here. So let me I want to ask you a few questions about your old one, because I don't want to just replace it with the same thing, because then perhaps that wasn't exactly what you needed. Uh, how did it perform you know, while it was working in its prime? How was it?
0: It was good. It cooled my house. It heated my house. Um, don't know too much about it, but <laughs> um, um, yeah, it worked. When you
1: need to. Any hot or cold spots? Pretty evenly? Yeah, pretty even. Okay, all right. And how about the sound? Does the sound ever bothered you? Is it loud? A little
0: loud. Yeah, I, I like a quiet system.
1: Okay. How about energy? How How is, how is your electric field Well, I would
0: always love it to be lower.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. We can do both of those for you. So, I can tell you out the gate. We're going to do a few measurements. I want you to come with me. We're going to take a look at your system get an idea of what you've got going on, and then we're going to actually sit down and map out some options that are going to tailor to things you want, like efficiency, quieter volume, just all around a happier
0: experience. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and thank you for putting on your shoe covers when you walked in. I
1: wasn't, she really didn't, she didn't tell me that that was going to happen. That was right <laughs> off the cuff. We did not rehearse that. <laughs> not at all.
0: I put them on the spot there, but um, that's just a little taste of what you get with Justin in your home. Um, quoting you a new system and like you said earlier it's a you know not something we're always prepared for and it's expensive you know and um, we understand that Justin understands that and would definitely take care of you um, if you choose to bring us into your home and quote a new system or even service or you know a maintenance agreement so we offer all of that and um, I just really thank you for being here.
1: It's my pleasure. This was fun. I've I very rarely been the guest on a <laughs> microphone, so this is really. I see now Good. when I put people through the last few <laughs> Were you
0: nervous though?
1: Not really, um, I, but I think too would be different from someone I didn't know. I've yeah. known you so long, and yeah. I think there are you know a lot of ways our mindsets are very similar as far as like what we want out of life and kind For of how we sure. look at things. So with you, no. Now this was like, <laughs> hey. It's professional radio guys coming in he's going to interview you. I might have been a little nervous
0: Grant Cardone maybe next
1: I'd be very nervous <laughs> <laughs> I'd be nervous to be in the building
0: I'd be nervous for that too
1: y'all don't know who he is if you look this guy up yeah. you're in the if you're trying to grow you know whether it's grow your business grow your own mm-hmm. personal wealth uh, or down to just how to be a better person
0: yeah
1: um, they've got these, these guys like a I mean, what are these people, drug addict at one point yeah And then just started from the bottom, like legitimate from the bottom, and it's now worth what billions?
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, I mean, it's really if there's a self made person to follow, there, there you go.
0: It's pretty amazing. Um, Definitely someone to look up to. I look up to you, Justin. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you again for being here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we will be back next Wednesday. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Rogers Radio Podcast. Be sure to review, subscribe, and give us feedback on what you want to hear and what we can do better. See you next week.
1: Bye.